It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And hello, welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. We are ready to rock and roll with uh, Matt Davis tonight, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got some pure rock and roll in the house here, and um, got a little feedback on the guitar. Awesome. So uh, tonight's a special show. It's not entirely about podcasting. I have a special guest, a friend calling in from uh, Oklahoma, and I'm in New York, and we're going to be talking probably different languages through this interview, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So, so Matt is uh, an attorney by trade and by training, but he thinks like an entrepreneur. He brings this to the table for business clients. He's the owner of Davis Law, one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, and the author of The Art of Preventing Stupid, which is a book that I probably should have done the forward for. There's <laughs> uh, a book on risk management, strategic planning, and it's coming out in April. We're really excited. We're going to do this tonight. We're going to bring Matt back in April as well. Matt, are you there? I'm here. Hey, welcome. Thank you. It's it's good to talk to New York. Yeah. New York on the line. Forget about it. Ready to go. So, <laughs> uh, so this is uh, this is a really exciting little thing that we're doing here today because you got this first book coming out, The Art of Preventing Stupid. So what's like, what is this about? You know, here's the deal. Business owners love to play offense. They love to just go out, play the game, score points, make things happen, right? They think like this. I want to improve, grow, and protect my business. As their general counsel, I go, look, let's think about protecting the business a little bit. And they don't do it. And we want to help get in with them, get proactive with them, and build systems that help protect their business. Because I say all the time, prevention is direction. If you'll prevent the stupid mistakes, you're going to be able to achieve your goals. You're going to be able to get where you want to go faster. That's what one of our core messages is about. You know, our, our, our overarching message is we want to help people make smart business decisions. But the preventing stupid concept is about the idea that there's only so many ways that people make stupid mistakes. You know, we can narrow it down in the in the broadest sense of failure to prepare for catastrophes, being ignorant about what you're doing, and being inept about what you're doing. Yeah, and, and I'm victim of all of that. <laughs> so I, even in a franchise, you know, I, I had great success in one franchise, failed miserably in a second franchise, probably made all the mistakes that you uh, talk about in this upcoming book. Franchises help, and we, we represent some franchisees. Matter of fact, I just took a new client today that's a franchisee. Franchise agreements in the franchise system helps with ineptitude. Okay, ineptitude is the idea that you know what you're supposed to be doing, but you're not doing it. You're you're being a slacker. Okay, and you know it happens all the time in business, and it happens more commonly in mature businesses than it does in younger businesses. But a franchise will will give you the checklists. They'll give you the systems, and you know if you follow them then you're going to eliminate a lot of your ineptitude. Now, you know, some businesses never get to building the systems or their systems just 
stink. With a franchise, you've got more of an assurance that you're going to have good systems to run so that the job's getting done right. And, yeah, I mean, we've all made these mistakes, Tom. And, you know, we all build systems in our business, but we're talking about delivering is what we call the business immune system, which is a way of thinking about your business that's incisive, is effective, is efficient, and gets you going, okay, if I just ask myself these questions in a smart, systematic way, I can protect it and I can prevent a lot of those uh, plant head, plant hand on your forehead moments. You've had them. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and it's, you know, it's preventiveness as, as you were talking about, but I always, you know, to me, it sounds like you're the doctor for businesses. You're, you're, you're helping people kind of, um, you know, not get ill perhaps, you know, if you, if you, you know what they say, what is it? An, an apple a day keeps the, uh, doctor away or something like that? Yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way, but that's, you know, people think of lawyers as fixers, okay? That's why, uh, what's the show? Better call Saul, you know. We're going to call Saul yeah. because, you know, we've got a problem. But let's throw out another old adage, ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure, okay? There's, a, there's your Ben Franklin for the day. And <laughs> if if you can ask the right questions to get ahead of the problems that are coming your way and the problems are coming your way. I mean, who are we kidding? You know, one thing I talk about in the art of preventing stupid is your goals define your problems. And once you really have a good handle on your goals, your problems are just the flip side of that. You just defined the world of your problems because you now know where you want to go. You know, there's a phrase I've heard a few times, you know, the, the beach bum has no shirt, no shoes, no problems, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't have any problems because he doesn't have any goals. <laughs> right? I love it. But, I lo- I you never, know, And I never thought about that that way. That's awesome. That's a really... Yeah. Yeah. And ambitious business owners who is who I love to work with because I love to see people do things with their lives, change their lives, change their kids' lives. They define their problems, which the reason I focus on that is I'm trying to get across the point that it's not that hard to sit back and foresee what the most likely problems coming your way are, but business owners don't do it. Even in a franchise, you're, you're exactly right. Well, I they- I cut you off. No, no, no. I'm sorry. We're just, we're talking over each other. That's what we do, you know. Um <laughs> But, you know, yeah, they don't think about catastrophes. I mean, you can think about, you know, what's what's going to happen if you kick it? You know, what's going to happen if your key manager leaves? What's what's going to happen if somebody runs into your building? You know, do you have the right insurance? And they don't just go. And there's common denominator lists. I'm working on a podcast right now, an episode of our podcast, which it talks about just the common denominators that everybody has in business. But if, and by common denominators, I mean common denominator problems. If you don't ask yourself the right questions in an organized way, you're never going to get down to them. What you're doing, so you have, you kind of have a system. So you can apply this system even to a franchise, you're telling me. Is that right? Sure. And, you know, what I'm saying is franchises 
are going to give you some higher level of assurance that you're not going to get knuckled by ineptitude because you've got better systems built. Again, I'm presuming that you've got a good franchise. That's yeah, hopefully, gonna, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and they're going to have this is how you do it. This is how you know if it's a sandwich shop. This is how we make the sandwich. This is how we keep everything cold. This is how you slice the bread. You get back to ignorance, which guess what? We're all ignorant. You know, it's, yeah. it's just a question about what we're ignorant about. I love Harvey McKay's statement. You know, I can't believe how stupid I was two weeks ago. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're, we're always learning. But if you really focus in and be honest with yourself about what you're ignorant about, the ignorance you know about is so much more powerful than the ignorance you're not willing to admit. Right. Right. And, and so it comes with a, with a, I guess, a responsibility, you know, to being able to be honest. And so it comes with also, you know, shedding your ego a little bit, I think, for, for business owners, you know, like me, you know, we got a big ego and we're, you know, we're doing great things and watch out. I'm coming, you know, I'm coming down the road and, and I'm badass. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be able to put that aside and say, hey, you know, I don't know everything. I, I need to learn. And you need a mentor and you need to, you know, read books like yours and, and um, don't read books like mine. That's a that's a problem. I I go so far as say to say not is constantly asking yourself what can go wrong, what I don't know, where am I slacking off? Is a dereliction of your duty as the manager of your business. That's one of your key functions. You know, one of the questions you tossed out in the material that you sent me is you know, what's a what's a great book and one of the great books that i love is great by choice by jim collins it's not nearly as famous as good to great but he talks about what makes a 10x leader in a business what makes the leaders that really stand out and shine really take their companies to the next level one of the Key components, I think there were four key components, I focus on this one because it's my bailiwick, is this idea of productive paranoia, of just constantly scanning around going, what in the hell can go wrong? Where am I going to take it on the chin? Mm. And, you know, he cites uh, no less of a uh, proponent of that theory than a guy named Bill Gates, who um, until Bezos came along, I think was the richest guy in America. It's so interesting. And, uh, well, Jim Collins is awesome. Yeah, his books have done well, but that one book, Good to Great, <laughs> did very, did great, I guess. A lot of entrepreneurs out there want to move forward and, and do things fast. So how could your system really help? So prevention is direction. Like, let's kind of riff on that. Okay, sure. And you're, you're talking about what I always talk about. Entrepreneurs are achievers. That's that's why they became entrepreneurs. They want to achieve things. They want to do things. And they don't want to slow down. And I'm very keenly aware of that. I'm very keenly aware that if we're going to get them to slow down and ask the questions, what am I doing wrong? We've got to be spot on. We've got to be quick. We've got to be efficient. I got my snaps in there. You see that? And uh, our wives are big Snapchat fanatics. So we've got to be efficient because my clients don't want to sit down and have me tell them not to go do something without a really good reason. 
But I got a hold of one of my clients once who had not done any succession planning for his business. And it was a good sized business. His plan was that his son was going to take over it. The kid was 20 years old. Yeah, the kid's 20 years old. And he's 50 something years old. And you're like, this is crazy. I mean, there's 34 years between the two of you. And we've got to figure something out and get somebody in there. The result we ended up with was going out and hiring a couple senior presidents, senior vice presidents. And mm-hmm. man, it just made the company take off because the the flip side is very frequently these what I, I call problems or latent problems. They're also serious weaknesses in your business, because when we look at a company and start working with them, we start to look at some best practices lists and going, this is what you need to have in place. And when we get those things in place, it causes a company to blossom. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Because a business owner feels like, oh, my God, I can't spend that money. I can't do that. I can't do this. And then if they do do it, almost always it, it propels them, you know, one step back, three steps forward kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we were working with a company here. This happened. We do what we call a business immune system report, set it all out in the book. And mm-hmm. with our general counsel clients, we call it our custom legal department program. We, um, we do that report every three months. And I sat down with them and they were, everybody was just dog tired, beat, looked like they'd been working seven days a week because they had been. And I said, what's the problem? And we went through it and we said, we we ultimately figured, look, you guys are completely, totally ignorant about how to go get help. And I put a big F up on their business immune system report, which, you know, we do in those big sheets that you've scribble on hung on their wall and that you know they weren't real happy to have a big f on there but guess what they realized they had no idea how to recruit people well i came back three months later and they were all cocksure and all smiling at me and you know ready to tell me how the cow ate the cabbage and uh, i said well what are you guys all you know grins about they said well we found a staffing agency fixed our problem we're good to go I said, oh, yeah, that's great, except now you guys have no idea how to hire these guys. So I gave them an F in production ignorance. <laughs> so, Matt, let me ask, let me ask you this. We're, get, we're getting a question from uh, Mary Marianne in New Jersey. And she said, Matt, do you find resistance when you're trying to take companies through a change management initiative? Sometimes. You know, the people that we work with have learned to trust us pretty well or else they wouldn't be in our program. You know, on the other hand, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about a guy, one of our clients we were working with last week, and um, yeah, he he just bucks me every time we turn around. But the thing with him is I've just learned to yell at him. It's it's just how I have to communicate with him. I don't, I don't mean to be that sort of blunt and brash about it, but, so, mm-hmm. you know, hell, it's like dealing with New Yorkers, right, Tom? Yeah, right. It's it's a tough thing to do. You know, always resist change is what uh, New Yorkers <laughs> do for sure. Uh-huh. So, so I want to ask you, on, like on a personal note, is there a, a kind of a worst uh, entrepreneurial story that you can share, either one of your own or one that you've uh, witnessed through your law practice? 
you know, let's the. I had one come up that's still kind of making me chuckle right now, and uh, and I could tell you mine too. But the one that is just fresh on my mind is um, had a fella come see me, and um, his his business was just in complete total shambles, and um, he 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 couldn't advertise and ran a a moving company. And he couldn't get back on um, Google because, you know, his, his trick. And that's that's a very competitive business to be in. It, it, he uh, had been using Google pay-per-click, Google AdWords. His girlfriend knew it. And he dumped her unceremoniously, right? <laughs> so what do you think? Where this is going. Yeah, so she got all of her girlfriends to get on pay-per-click $21,000 later, oh it, his Google is turned off. Click, 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 click. Um, but, you know, I've I've had just horrible things. Horrible things are going to happen to everybody in business. It's, it's just a matter of, you know, if you're ambitious, they are. It's just part of the road. It's, it's as we say out here, it's how it is going west. And, right. you know, I had one of my employees who proved to be profoundly disloyal, I caught her moonlighting. And then when I asked for my computer back, she destroyed my computer and then came in the office like she hadn't done anything wrong. And, you know, that that set us back several months just dealing with the fallout. Those people are out there and we are going to run across them. And which goes back to my point is we know that. Deep down in our hearts, we know that. So we're not doing our job if we don't stop and think and go, what do I need to do to protect myself against that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think it's it's really a profound statement. You know, it's kind of like the, the old adage about, you know, if, if you, you know, don't don't be a spectator, you know, get in the ring and, and uh, you know, be a bullfighter. And, you know, bullfighter comes with a lot of uh, sticking of horns in your rear end. And that's, um, <laughs> you know, and that's coming from a guy in New York. So <laughs> we were talking about cows today with one of my clients. And, you know, out here, we uh, we don't eat cows because they're tasty. We eat them out of spite because we're sick of them because they're such pains in the neck. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't have many conversations about cows here in New York. But, yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. I could imagine. <laughs> So, um, can you share one of the greatest moments that you've had so far in your career that point to the reasons for your success personally? You know, success is real simple. It's focus. It's just focus, focus, focus. And um, there was a study done, and I mean, it's it sounds trite, but it's there's study done a few years ago where you know Forbes or somebody sent out a questionnaire to all, you know, leading CEOs, whether it's Jack Welch or who all, and they said the, the key is focus. And then I'm going to add on top of that, I said it before, productive paranoia, just always going, what's going to go wrong? Where can things go wrong? And we, we ask ourselves that all the time and it really helps us steer around problems. I mean, one of our main clients um, has had a whole slew 
of um, leadership changes from the corporate level on down. And we don't know what's happening with the account. You know, it's actually turned out really positive for us because um, it looks like we got the tap to pick up a couple regions over 40 other law firms. You know, we're always going, okay, what, how are we going to prepare for that? Because that's a real eventuality. Or how are we going to prepare for problems with personnel? For me as an entrepreneur, because again, I, I, I run a law firm and I mean, I own the law firm. It's me. And and we provide really good place to work for a lot of lawyers that just want to be lawyers. And I'll, I'll take all the entre- entrepreneurial work off the plate for them, um, and all, and all the management. And you know you've got to have the focus to do that. But at the same time, you've got to be constantly preventing stupid or constantly being preventing or productive paranoia. Yeah. No. No. No question about it. I never really thought about it like that, but it's even every day in your life. I mean, and think about your own home, you know, if it's, you know, pretty silly to leave roller skates on, on the top of the stairway, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to step on it and, you know, fly down the stairs and, and break a leg. So it's just preventative. You just, just don't be stupid. <laughs> don't leave your roller skates on, on the stairway, you know, and, and it's, you know, very, that's a very simple you know, example, but it's, it's kind of like that in business. There's certain things you could do that's going to stop, you know, a cascade of negative uh, moments happening in the business, which can actually take you down. Yeah. And and I want to toss this out because this is super important to the, the art of preventing stupid, that, that thinking about what can possibly go wrong doesn't have to go on in a vacuum. Because it boils down to those three things. Number one, failure to prevent catastrophes. And number two, what are you ignorant about and what do you need to educate yourself about? That's the solution to to ignorance. It's, It's getting educated. And by the way, this day and age, who in the world can't go learn stuff? I mean, think about how hard it was for our grandparents and, you know, heck, you've got the world at your fingertips with an iPhone. And then the third thing is just ineptitude. Where are you being a slacker? What do you know you need to do? And every one of us in business has failed to really anticipate a catastrophe that we could foresee. Most of them are. Every now and again, something's going to sneak through the cracks. We've been ignorant about something that we should have educated ourselves about. Or we've been inept. We've been slackers. And if if you can just tie your business down to asking about those three things and we detail it out a little bit harder, but that's the core concept that I want everybody to get is preventing the big problems in your business is a lot more manageable and it can be done incisively and effectively. Yep. I agree. And, and to take it to a personal level, it's also in your life, you know, there's probably most people listening to this podcast and Facebook Live right now probably do not have a will or a health proxy. And that is something I believe is, is part of this whole program that you're talking about, but on a you know more personal level. But by not having that is just stupid. Mm. You, know, you just need to have it done. I just got after one of our new clients today who's worth, I don't know, somewhere between eight and ten million bucks. 60 years old, doesn't have a will. Wow. No will. That's crazy. Yeah. Batch of kids and 
you know, yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of our custom so legal bad. department clients. It's like, let's get this done. And that's one of the questions we ask, which is, you know, yeah, the catastrophe is going to happen. You're going to die sometime. And hopefully it happens when you've got your business affairs under control. Maybe you got, you've sold your yeah. business or whatever, but you know, you know, my business, for instance, um, I can't, how do I put this? You cannot own a law firm unless you have a, a law degree. As a matter of fact, unless you're a barred lawyer. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for me, I don't have any of my kids that I want to want to take. They, they can't take it over. So, you know, my childhood sidekick is in my will to run the law firm until and unless one of my kids wants to take it over. Huh. Interesting. So, Matt, what what is one thing you're really excited about in your business right now? I am excited. We're we're a fast growing firm, and just the message that lawyers can be a proactive partner to businesses that actually gets onto the management team and adds value versus just coming in and being a fixer. I'm working on my next book. It's called How to Train Your Business Lawyer. And it talks about, you know, reactive work and reactive works, the traditional work that lawyers do. And it's let's fix the problems. Let's deal with the opportunities. Let's put out the fire. I love and my team loves working with businesses proactively, getting under the hood, becoming part of the team and helping them build business, helping them build dreams. It's the stuff that you get excited yeah. about. It's just oh, yeah. we take our expertise and we know the eight things, the eight areas of core competency, I might say, that a general counsel needs to bring to the table to help businesses grow and take that stuff off the plate of the rest of the management team, because that's what lawyers need to do. I mean, laws like dentistry, you can do it yourself, but you probably shouldn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've tried. It didn't work. Yeah. but uh... <laughs> And so I love this model that we've built and the pricing that we built that businesses can afford so that we can get in. It's awesome. We can help them. You're one of the good guys. I like it. That's awesome. What What's um what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received in business? It's the same thing. I've heard it several ways. I just saw it the other day. Richard Branson said, if somebody gives you an awesome opportunity, just say yes and then figure out how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. at, at our office, we call that pinata theory, meaning okay. you just sometimes have to pick up the stick and keep start swinging in the dark till you hit it and get the candy. I gotcha. And, you know, you could tie that. I mean, I could go with that. I could go with just focus or productive paranoia. But, sure. you know. It's kind of like just say yes. And there, there's that great Emerson quote where he talks about how once you set out to do something – the universe conspires to help you. And, uh-huh. you know, Emerson's kind of a little bit of a, uh, you know, mystic or whatever he was. And uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure I exactly agree with his theology about it all. Um, but you know, I, the Lord helps those that help themselves. You know, maybe that's the sure. phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I like it. I like it a lot. So um, so your book is coming out in April. Is that right? Yep. And uh, we're publishing it with Inc. Magazine, <clears throat> little magazine from your hometown. Excited about that partnership we've got going with them. It's coming out, and we're, I'll tell you what, I mean, talk about 
analyzing your business, that's something we've learned a lot about. I mean, we ran the business immune system for ourselves about um, well, last quarter, and we were like, we are completely, totally ignorant about book marketing. So let's go yeah. learn. And it, yeah. it's that level of honesty just going, what the, do we not know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's coming out. We're excited. We're learning a lot about it. And uh, um, so cool. yeah, it's fun. And as you know, it's fun to get out and talk about it and just bring that passion to the table and help other people. Yeah. People need it, you know, and they're looking for it. So, so congratulations on that. That's really, really awesome. How could people get in touch with you, Matt? Um, got a couple ways. Uh, I've got my personal website, which is for our podcast is, um, art of preventing stupid.com, or you can go to matthewneildavis.com. We linked them all together. doesn't matter how you spell Neil because we just got them all. And, um, mine's the Irish Neil. We just lost a no coming across the Atlantic and, uh, and or our, our firm, uh, webpage is davisbusinesslaw.com. Davisbusinesslaw.com. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, to, to tie it all together, any parting piece of uh, advice or guidance that you would want to give out? Protection is direction. I say it all the time. If you can protect your business, if you can prevent the stupid mistakes, you're going to stay on direction. You're going to get where you want to go faster. And that's the, that's the advice. And business owners need to do it. They don't pay enough attention to it. Certainly don't. So this is great. And we'll, uh, we're going to bring you back when the book gets released. We'll do more. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I think we're going to be at a, an event together in enough in a few weeks in California, a marketing event. So we'll, uh, we'll hang out. We'll talk more about, uh, marketing and, and, uh, and who is the greatest heavy metal band of all time. Hey, we're going to talk some heavy metal. Um, I uh, I recorded the intro to our uh, podcast and uh, did a little little heavy metal riff from my uh, my long haired youth and uh, ah, nice I can't wait to hear it sounds great well thank you so much Matt and uh, we'll talk soon okay appreciate it you guys take care all right be well bye bye you too all right bye bye this has been another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.